smoked one on Thursday, but... I mean, that's the day you quit, though, so... Yeah. It doesn't count. <clears throat> but I'm back in the patches. I bought them this time, which they're like... I, I was like, wow, these are expensive when I rung them up. Then I thought about, like, I buy Belmonts, I buy the 25 packs, I buy <laughs> I buy three to four packs a week that's, like, $60. So, yeah, like, 36 bucks. Actually, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so 36 bucks for a week of patches versus a week of cigarettes, I'm saving money, like... Like yeah. I'm doing myself a favor by spending that money instead of spending cigarettes. On a yeah, hundred percent. So, um, so a couple of friends of mine. There are a couple. Um, they. Th- a couple of friends. Oh my god! I said so. A couple of friends. <laughs> yes. Wait. They're by the way, there's. By the way, there's two. Well, of them. you had to establish their relationship. <laughs> I get it. Like. Yeah. Like. <laughs> you set up a premise and you hit us with the punchline. Uh no. Anyway, so um, like they were both buying a pack of Belmonts every day. They calculated it eleven and a half thousand dollars annually yep really yep i mean yeah that sounds about right spend, it's so if you, ridiculous if you, spend, yeah. if you buy like let's say you buy a pack a day like like i don't know who actually can afford that but let's say you buy a pack a day within five years you've probably spent 100 grand or like or like 50 to 100 grand depending ah, on the packs you, you buy and like so like at, at this 11 and a half thousand dollar annual rate like mm-hmm. if you t- do that over four years like that's a you down can payment finance for a, house. a very nice vehicle for that where you buy a house for Christ's sake, like move that is to, like, a down payment yeah, on a house, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yes, like, <clears throat> it's crazy. Smoking's bad, folks. Yeah, no, it's wild. Smack yeah. cigarettes out of your friend's hands while they're smoking. That is literally the, the best that's... way to lose a friend. Yeah, yeah. That yeah I was gonna say that's like the worst thing you could do. Just get One person get grabbed the a cigarette face. out of my mouth once at a party, no, and didn't. I looked at them, and I was just like, "You're gonna put that out, and you're not gonna talk to me for the rest of the night." And they're just like. They, like, had no idea how to react. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, don't speak to me. That's completely rude. It's not the fact that I was smoking a cigarette that I'm addicted to it. It's the fact you got in my <laughs> personal space, you grabbed something of mine, and decided your self-righteous ass was more right than I was. What if it was, like, some jacked-up MMA fighter? Just, like, I tell him to, to fuck off. I had, okay, so, like, Ooh. one of my good buddies is a jacked-up MMA fighter out west, and he did that to me. He, he's one of the two people <laughs> who did that to me at a party, yeah. and I got in his face about it, and he, like, didn't talk to me for a week, and he's like, I shouldn't have done that, bro, sorry. Like, he apologized to me. I'd almost, like... That's how tough I am, guys! <laughs> <laughs> oh! Ah! Oh, wait, wait, I'd probably let them have the cigarette. I'd like, have it, you know, enjoy. I'd probably yeah, just no, not... I would no, like, <laughs> you, you honestly, like, you do not want to get... Like in between, a like somebody a smoker addiction. and like their yeah. Well, addiction, yeah. Like I'm just gonna be honest. It's like it's like it's the addiction. person and the addiction, yeah. But like it just it's extremely controlling, and you cannot get in the way of them. And then people who don't smoke, who have never smoked, are like, oh, yeah. just stop smoking. They just, don't get it. Just, just stop smoking. Just That's stop just like the smoking. people that like don't understand like depression or like yeah. bipolar or whatever, and they're just like, just snap out of it. Yeah. Could, just fix yourself. Up. Stop bro. being sad be and be happy, you idiot. If it was that that fucking easy, I would have just, like, like, click, like, hit, like, a button on the back of my neck, and boom, I'm happy again. But it doesn't work that way. Like, like, mental health is tough. So, like, let's talk about it. Do you want to talk about it? I'm totally down to talk about mental health. I'm down to talk about mental health at any point. I had a really big year this year. So, like, like, basically what happened to me is, like, I was undiagnosed until the summer of 2016. Right. Um, and then basically what happened is like I had a full psychotic break and I had to be like dragged off in like a police truck to the right. hospital and then put in like a room for like three weeks. Yeah. So yeah. it's tough. Like, and then I was told I'm bipolar and it's like, okay, like what do I know about bipolar? Nothing. I need to learn yeah. about this. Right. So I came back to Ottawa and like I left the industry I love, which was kind of <clears> shitty, <throat> but 
oh well it's better to be healthy than than to be struggling yeah. and, and not doing well because like when i lived out in bc like had i continued there i would not have been able to afford the medication like, no fair enough like but you know like i got back here and the thing first thing i started telling myself which really started to help is that <coughs> you're not defined by your diagnosis you as a person you're still you well, yeah, nothing, nothing has changed. You just have a better understanding of exactly what's going on. Which, when you first get diagnosed, that's not how you look at it. Right? No, God, no. It's, it's, like, it's life-changing. Like, it's like, I'm like, fucked. Like, when this I was diagnosed, yeah. I was like, my life is over. I've lost everything. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, yeah. It's, it was brutal. Like, like I, I definitely went through, like, a really dark period at one point. Yeah. And, like, sure. the, no, the meds kind of started kicking in about a month into it, and that kind of really helped. Yeah, but it's, it's so annoying that but, it takes like a month. For but me. there's like so much stigma related to like like even bipolar on its own. Like people, when you tell someone you're bipolar, they're like, "Well, he's just gonna swing and go crazy." They're scared of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah like you're gonna yeah. flip yeah. out you're and attack like them. Crazy, which is nuts. Like, no, yeah, I've I've not flipped out on someone. I've never started a fight. I like yeah. have no bad intentions. So yeah. that's not my goal. And like for me, usually like like so like if you don't know what bipolar is, listeners out there, bipolar is a switch or like a flip from. Uh, dep- a depressive state to a manic state and a depressive state is like you feel down you're like potentially suicidal like like there's a lot of um, there's a lot of like negative emotions and feeling of inadequacy as you do- as you're going by your day-to-day life and then when you're manic like everything's great you could get a little aggressive sometimes you're you're um, you're you Something I do is I buy a lot of stuff. Like I end up going on Amazon oh, and I just buy like yeah. ten things, and I'm like, I <coughs> "This could be great. I'm gonna I enjoy this." Them the next day, like I'm just like, "Fuck!" Like I didn't want this. Shit. <laughs> so, plus, like another thing is like, <clears throat> there's different levels of manic as well. There's hyper manic, which is like unmedicated, like <clears throat> potentially a danger to themselves and others. Then there's manic, which is kind of like a baseline, <coughs> and then there's hypo manic, which is just under that, where you're kind of like experiencing the same symptoms but just at a much lesser, to like, lesser volume, degree almost, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's really interesting, and like it's still new to me. Like it's only been like, over. It's like a year and a bit now since I got diagnosed, and like I'm still learning new things every day. Um, it was really interesting to find out that you're also bipolar, so Absolutely, I had a brother yeah. in arms. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, like, what what were your experiences? Like, what happened when you were diagnosed? Like, did you... Uh, okay, so with me, I think it was a little bit different. Um, So, okay, so, the, like, this is super heavy to drop. Like, so, earlier this year in April, <laughs> right. my dad passed away from alcoholism. Mm-hmm. He, um, he died from liver and kidney failure. Um, he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Okay. Um, uh, among other things, I don't really know. Like he never he he hated doctors. He hated uh, he hated help. He never wanted to talk to us about anything. Yeah. Um, so I just like I was uh, I was kind of worried that like I would I would be the same way that like I have the exact same brain as him. Um, April, uh, May, June, July. I don't know. Fuck. Like I just like went through a pretty good period of a lot of darkness. Um, I didn't know what was wrong with me. I was just, like, always sad and, like, my, I guess, like, smoking pot all the time didn't really right. help whatsoever. Um, but then I finally, uh, I went to the doctor and I said, like, I really want to, like, find a solution. I want to know what's wrong with me. Can I get a referral to a psychiatric doctor? And the, uh, the walk-in doctor said, okay, um, honestly, like, I could write you a referral, but you would have to wait a year and a half, mm-hmm. thank you to our healthcare system, for that. Um, or you could go to the ER. And just wait. And wait so you for... did? I did. I waited yeah, nine wait for... fucking hours in that hospital. I had no priority because I, like... Well, so... no, you're because you're, quote-unquote, fine. You're not... Yes, fine. Not no, exactly, Yes, yeah. exactly. I didn't, like, threaten anything, and I, I told them I was not suicidal at all. Right. So they were like, okay, yeah, sure. All right. 
yeah, we'll like check in on him soon. But yeah, so I, I got my uh, diagnosis, whatever. Uh, the first one, uh, I saw a doctor, and then I was talking to her, and then I was also uh, talking to there was a med student. <coughs> what? Oh, uh, there was also a uh, med student there who was uh, doing the analysis on me. Actually, uh, the resident doctor was kind of training him and whatnot, but. Uh, Anyway, I don't know, that stuff isn't too exciting, but uh, she kind of concluded that I'm most likely uh, bipolar. Mm -hmm. um, and then, I don't know, like a month later, I finally got to see my uh, psych doctor, who I have now, and um, she diagnosed me with bipolar disorder, manic depressive, so that is, yeah. like yeah, That's the old term yeah. for it, manic depressive. Okay, it's so now it's called bipolar. Oh, oh yeah, because yeah. isn't there like type 1 and type 2? Is... So there's bipolar 1 bipolar 2, but they're both considered manic depressive. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Right. All right. But you're two, right? So you would be like the classic like manic depressive sense. Yes. Like like the 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 more intense swings. Right. Yes, I yeah. think so. And actually, like so, like uh, some, I don't know, like a lot of actual like celebrities. Uh, yep. That really helped well, me when I first got diagnosed. <laughs> yeah. I started looking up celebrities bipolar. Yeah. You learned yeah. so much. Well, stuff, I got like, I had this weird Robin kind Williams. of like almost thought or rev not rev not I don't want to call it revelation because it sounds wild to say that. But I mean like. <laughs> Because, I mean, you're all, I mean, we're all creatives, right? And so, it, and when you see all the celebrities and all these, like, personalities, that musicians. kind of, musicians, I talk about that, and it almost sounded like a trend to me for a while. And, yes. and then it got me thinking, I think you just have to be, I'm, I'm using the term loosely, loosely here, but I think you just have to be crazy to want to work in this industry, or to want to be a creative. I think you just, there's just something mm -hmm. there, like, mm -hmm. for some reason... I'd it, say it's the it's, only industry where you literally give a piece of yourself when you make work. Yeah. Right. Whereas, like, like if you work as like a like a bureaucrat in the government, you're not gonna like. Well, you don't have to give a shit. Yeah. And you those people are the most fuck. miserable looking whereas, people like, ever. Whereas, like, yeah. your success in the art world and the creative world depends entirely on how much effort you put into something. <clears throat> Definitely. Hundred percent. Like, yeah. Um, hospital. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I ended up getting my uh, my diagnosis, and then I got my psych doctor, and then yeah, she diagnosed me with uh, bipolar, bad anxiety, and um, ADHD. Okay. Um, and then right now I'm uh, I'm taking a medication for. <clears throat> so th there's a medication called Epivel that I'm taking, and it's a mood stabilizer. Okay. Um. So it, it pretty much like you you can view my mood swings as a sinusoidal curve. Right. As a sine um, sine wave. Yes. Um, and so the Epival, it compresses it. Yeah, it yeah. stabilizes them. Yeah. yeah. But see, the thing is, lithium yeah, traditionally hear, does that too. Okay. As well. Yeah. yeah. What I hear is that, that it, it suppresses it, but it suppresses it. it. It keeps it stable, but at like a slightly lower level than maybe ideally you'd want it. Which yes. is something I've heard. Yes. You know? Um. So there was uh, one point I was just taking the Epival, and I. Uh, I, I noticed something about my uh, like my emotional state, whatever. Like I didn't really feel crazy joy. Like yeah. things didn't make me that happy anymore. But right. I, I also wasn't ever sad. Right. Um. So then I also started taking a antidepressant called Prestique. Actually, I know a lot of people that are on Prestique right now. It does a lot of people a lot of wonders. Um. And Prestique raises everything. A bit. Okay. It's an antidepressant. Okay. Hmm. Should I just, oh, I just keep going. Yeah. Um, um, and then the, uh, so the, yeah, so, uh, oh my god, I lost my train of thought. Uh, those two medications, they've actually done me really good, like, absolute wonders. I definitely felt a lot do you, better about, oh, sorry. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Um, do you, um, when you got diagnosed, like, especially with the, the three diagnoses you got there, yeah. were you, like, 
what was your like like how did you feel about those were you kind of like oh like the missing pieces to my puzzle now i understand myself a lot that better. is actually like, exactly like, how i felt yeah. and i couldn't be happier because i finally had an understanding of like what what was with me okay so here's my other spiel about mental health too like a lot of people they don't want to get a diagnosis and like they're afraid of getting a diagnosis because if the doctor tells them that like oh you're bipolar you have depression whatever they're going to look at themselves as broken yeah but what i tell people is like who don't feel okay and like who want help don't look at yourself as broken look at yourself as someone that's put together differently yeah you just think yep. differently yeah you're not broken yeah no? that's the thing like like you're still you like 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 i was trying to say earlier like like the the sure there are some hurdles now in your life that you have to bypass yeah but but those are still... hurdles you would have had to bypass no whether you understood what was wrong oh, or course. not of that's course. what and that's the whole thing and, you're and, not a different person <laughs> and like i hadn't even thought about it till you mentioned earlier but like now with the knowledge you're like oh i have a better understanding of like what i will be able to do now and like those hurdles aren't like it's not like you're running in the dark like you could be exactly. running like it's more like you're running in the dark <coughs> but you know when to jump yeah basically. It, it's your flashlight exactly yeah. the my diagnosis was my fucking flashlight that's what it was there you go yeah yeah i mean um, Actually, no, no, wait, sorry, I just want to mention one more thing. Yeah, so, you mentioned hypermania before. Yeah. Um, so, I have to take my Pristique and my Epival, both. Because if, like, because I'm bipolar, if I just took an antidepressant, mm -hmm. it's going to raise me way too high. Yeah. And it's going to put me in a manic state or yeah. hypermanic state. And as he said, like, that's where people can lose control. Um, this is kind of like the rock star right. kind of lifestyle that you yeah. can get into. Like, this is where, like, you can just start spending stupid amounts of money um you start saying like you, you just get a stupid overconfidence in yourself like right. you just like start saying absolutely ridiculous things to other people and i have literally been there like yep i i, I can't tell if i'm completely manic like i can't think i have so many ideas rushing through my head like cars on the highway go boom boom boom, boom. man huh. Yeah, and that's how I feel when I'm manic too. Like it, it and everything, your sex drive just spikes. oh yeah like suddenly you're just like i want to fuck everything yeah right? this, this like great we have a great time yeah <laughs> Actually, yeah. You should uh, you should listen to uh, you should look up Dan Harris. Uh, Dan Harris uh, was I think he's on ABC News. I think he's on Good Morning America. Okay, but he has a podcast called the Ten Percent Happier Podcast. Okay, because uh, what he did is he was a journalist. He was a journalist in Iraq, and when he came back, he uh, developed a cocaine addiction, and that cocaine addiction led to him having like a breakdown on air. Wow. On, uh, I think he was doing the news at the time, uh, the weather. I don't think he was actually oh. on Good Morning America at the yeah, time, but yeah, he yeah. was on air. He was live yeah. on air, had his breakdown, and then he just, he kind of turned to meditation and just kind of took up, just took up Zen Buddhism at the age of like 30 something and just, and ran with it. And he's just this, he, and he, he's, he's a really, really introspective kind of guy, but without like the weird robes and everything that other people would have. <laughs> True. Like, yeah. well, the thing, the thing that's really interesting is like, like I find like, like, I mean, you have 3d printing that's pr probably pretty relaxing. You get to like focus on something and something I love gets made. that. I love that stuff because I get to just like relax and do something that I can do in my own time. It's not like work related. It's not, it's yep. like, it's personal. Related. Exactly. And it's it's creative working on you. yourself is huge. Absolutely. Like, like I find like, like at first I didn't know what I was going to do with myself and I ended up just like watching Netflix all the time, but that's not really constructive, right? You're not doing something. You're not, no. you're not helping no. yourself grow and seeing yourself develop skills in front of your eyes. So like I picked up crocheting, which is pretty like, like a lot of people wouldn't expect that, especially of me. Like, so like I'm making a scarf pretty soon. 
and that's going to be pretty dope and I'm really excited to do it because it gives me something to focus on. Yeah. Like like yeah. like if I'm if I'm doing like crochet and I'm doing like let's say a row across, I'll start at like the first two and I'm like, "Okay, I did two." And then I'm like, "I can do two more." And then I like look at it again. I'm like, "Yeah, I can do two more." And then I keep going, then all of a sudden I have a row done, right? And then yeah. boom, you have the next row, blah blah blah. So like it's like something you see building in front of you. It's kind of like it's like it's like an adult version of doing a Lego. Like you just you're building something, you see it constructed in front of you, and you're like, you feel accomplished. And even if it's yep. a small task, yeah. that really helps you in the long well, run. Well, it's a repetitive small task, right? Well, it's 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 that, and it's also focused. like it's a sense of like like when you complete something, you have that sense of accomplishment as well, yeah. right? So like it's really important to have that. Like like I like to do creative stuff. Like when it's the summer, like I don't really do it in the winter because it sucks. But in the summer, I'll go and take photos of stuff because that's a lot of fun because I can awesome. I can manipulate like the scene in such a way just by using light like i think that that blows my mind about photography every time i know how a camera works i know how the light goes into the sensor i know all that stuff yeah but it's crazy that you can change like a scene from like a clear day to like blue sky and like maybe some dark shadows and like silhouettes in the in the horizon mm-hmm. and stuff like that which yeah. like a lot of people are like whoa how'd you do that did you use photoshop and i'm like no like i actually have taught myself now to stop using photoshop as a crutch right so like cool. it's like cool. you get to have something that like i can literally do and see the result in less than a second thank you digital cameras but because <laughs> if it was a film camera i'd be like this is neat but like yeah. two weeks later like i got developed oh, it's gonna be great it's gonna be it's great gonna be it's gonna be great you open up the canister early and it's all yeah. fucked. Dude, okay, so when I was in photography class, we developed... Yo, was we I developed, in that with you? I think so. We developed with, uh, black and white film, right? Like Master Smith. Yeah, Master G. Yeah. Ma- Master G, yeah. Um, his name is, first name is Graham, so his email was Master G. Nice. Yeah. So we, he taught us photography and we had to develop our own black and white roles. And for our like end of the year project, I like had my roles like in the dark room and they were in the container or whatever. The next morning I come in, they're fucking in the art class outside of the dark room opened i fucking lost it someone just opened my film some ninth grade piece of shit fuck you ninth grader fuck you so i had no project for the end of the year so i had to run out and reshoot crap absolute shit that i didn't want oh god that's shitty oh my god thank you digital cameras oh my god yeah, I remember all the darkroom stuff in class that was so funny. God. You go in with a buddy and like the room is completely pitch black and like first you first you train how to like first you train how to like open it and then just like dunk 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 do all the the whole process. You do it with the light on and then like I don't know next class he's like all right you're ready. You That's go got to be a wicked room. art form. Though. Here's the thing because awesome. there's something palpable about that you know where it's That's very much I mean. like it's contact. You're, you're, you're touching. You're doing stuff with your hands. That's actually, it's the same thing yeah. with crocheting. It's palpable. Like I just have something that I'm feeling and I'm seeing get made. As I'm making it, it's oh, awesome. Wicked. Yeah, that shit helps. Another thing I want to mention, like just like the whole topic of working on yourself and like finding something that like you got to just like relax yeah. but like focus on at the same time is exercise. Oh, definitely. Exercise is so so big. Well, I've gotten really into it. You know, I'm yes. yeah, definitely. I think over the summer I've kind of like started like sl- slumping and slacking right now because it's minus a million outside. But oh yeah. I was up to Everybody like gains weight in the winter. three and a half kilometers every single day outside. Amazing. Three, yeah. Yeah, just consistently. And yeah. it's about being consistent. The thing is about being consistent and doing it all the time and not missing a single day. Yeah. As soon as you miss that first day, oh, no thanks. It's a slippery slope and you, you just, you lose it. Yeah. And then you're, yeah. you're fucked. And just getting back up on that treadmill. Yeah. Just, it takes like three times the amount of effort. Yes, absolutely. To do it. 
and like it's it's an addiction too. Yeah. Um, I don't remember where I read this, and I don't want anybody to quote me on this, but like I remember hearing that exercise releases endorphins. Yeah, it does. You it get does. the runner's high is a real thing. That's, yeah, but it that's fucking yeah. sucks for the first week. Yeah. You have to you have to get used to it, and then you get that runner's high. Yeah. Yeah. It also depends on where you do. Like I can't. I treadmills are fine, but I can't do. I like running, uh, especially down in Hintonburg, just because oh, like yeah. there's a lot of people just walking around. There's you get like, to look strip at malls things. and shops. You get to look at things. It's yes. engaging. It's engaging. Yeah. That and like, I feel better about. I feel like I'm better than the other people who are walking. It, oh, it literally sure. comes down yeah, to a yeah, selfishness yeah. thing. I'm fucking better than you <laughs> because I'm running and you're not. And you get it's, that satisfaction. Yeah, exactly. Too, right? yeah. Tony's, Tony, welcome to Tony's new show, shit talking jogs. <laughs> he, he just jogs by and shit talks everyone. You piece of slow. <laughs> no but um on the subject of like on the subject of like actualization and just kind of becoming better uh i've added a couple things to the to my bucket list of I'm, I'm going the extreme route here i'm going on the fringes here i want to try like proper psychedelics i want to try to experiment with that and just see what that's like. Maybe like take notes and study that. It's so you want you want to go with a baseline dose. So nothing that's gonna like for your first time. I would say like you don't want to. I have experience with psychedelics. I'll just say that to begin with. So I've done. I've tried shrooms. I've done acid. And I've done peyote. So, oh, interesting. Yeah, peyote is really cool. Um, <laughs> would you want to know what I, what I want to do? Like this is like like a life goal. This is more like a you know twenty thirty years. But like what I'm trying to say is like don't take a rock star dose for your first. Oh God, time. no, no. That's <laughs> like, like, I'm not like, I'm not slamming a mirror down, like like pouring the, a Hollywood line, and the then the threshold dose for shrooms is three and a half grams. Right. Do two, because you'll still feel stuff and get that head business that everyone wants from it but you won't have oh <clears throat> shit the world is yeah. ending visualization well, i'm cranking it to 11 here in a way i do want to try the i i've i want to try ayahuasca ayahuasca tea yeah it's peyote so basically oh but i want to try okay, i want to try it in its setting meaning i want to go down America. to brazil i want to go to the, to the amazon rainforest and i want You're to be a trained shaman wherein this you this is a village just in the amazon where they just they just cook the stuff up it's basically a precursor to dmt Cool. That's okay. What, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's made it's, of peyote. But yeah, I want to do it with a shaman in the Amazon, down in the south, like the whole nine yards. Yo, I'll, I want to make, I'll, I want to make I'll a pilgrimage. I'll go with you. You know what I mean? I'll fucking do that with you. I, I need a spiritual journey. I'll be your that. your fucking trip guide because I don't want to do psychedelics anymore. <laughs> There's no. Uh, yeah. No. That's totally. Respectful. I'll just sit there and be like, "You guys okay? Here's some water. Don't forget yeah. to drink your water. Yeah. Put don't that knife down. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop. Lie down." <laughs> Get out of the kitchen. <laughs> oh, God. I don't think they have kitchens in the jungle. You never know, man. They have could. cocaine cooking places. That's probably the same, right? Yeah, was there a vice thing like that? Yeah. Where they just like, oh, we're going to watch we these guys the make cocaine. the gasoline into the cocaine. You're like, great. Well, fuck, like even that was in uh, Narcos. I don't know if you checked out Narcos on that. Yeah, I've seen a bit of it, yeah. Yeah, like the first season. Oh, like... fuck. There's a video of, uh, there's a video of on YouTube of uh, Ramsey, Chef Ramsey cooking making cocaine. cocaine yeah. Making cocaine, yeah. Actually? Yeah. No yeah. way. Seriously, yeah. he's in the forest. He's like, this is where they're making the cocaine. Bloody hell. <laughs> Oh my God, and he runs up like, that shit, you need less gasoline. Finally, some good fucking food. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much oil in your pan, the Americans <laughs> want to invade it. <laughs> Looks like baby vomit. Bloody hell. What a fucking journey. Jose must extract the cocaine from the plant. A complicated process which involves many chemicals. First, 
he adds cement to the chopped up coca leaves. He's measuring out to the cup, cement powder. I mean, this takes squashing grapes for me to a whole new fucking level. Almost like finishing a fucking souffle with fresh icing powder. Oh my god. No, the, like, uh, yeah, actually, the last time I had blood taken, it was uh, to test my Epival levels, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, also, another fun fact Epival, the, uh, the, the moves. Actually, I have a pill here. Yeah. You have the, oh, you have this. Yeah. This is Epival on it. Yeah, no. But, uh, medication's also used to treat epilepsy. Which is that is your real name? Yeah, that's how you, that's a full name. How huh. you spell it? Yeah, fine. Oh, this is my sleeping stuff. This is my little sleeping kit. But like the other thing I'm curious to do is like I haven't gotten I haven't gotten a psychiatric doctor yet because I'm on that waiting list that you're saying like over an hour uh, an hour over a year and a half over an hour right? damn you're fucking yeah. come on an hour come on an hour it's forever you have to wait an hour oh, oh fuck. fuck this what do I do for an hour um so like I like I'm really interested because like my mom got diagnosed with ADHD and like from what I read like bipolar and ADHD go hand in hand a lot of times like when you get diagnosed for one you usually get the other diagnosis very soon after okay so like okay. I'd really like to see a psychiatric doctor because like like i do feel incredibly unfocused at work a lot of the times like i'm in the middle of a call and i'll just like look away and like look in my phone then i'm like do to do, do, do with my hands and then i like look over the screen i'm like oh shit yeah you should turn your computer back on thanks <coughs> like not click bye click bye oh god yeah, no, I'm, if you, honestly, dude, if you don't want to wait, it is worth a 10-hour wait. And also, too, like, I told myself that day, like, I'm going to go in for 8 in the morning. Got out of bed at, like, 11. Took my time. Got there at 1. Man, had you gotten there at, like, 8, you probably would have been there in, like, an hour, like, kind of thing. Honestly, I think it is my fault, yeah, that I was late. But it's not your fault. Don't worry. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. Guilting you. I'm your mom. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, God. <coughs> yeah, no, I highly recommend it. No, she, it, it did me. But yeah, no, like the whole flashlight thing, man. Just like, I know what's up with me and like, I, I know how to take care of myself better and I know how, like, what to do to take care of myself. And a, another interesting too, like about the whole exercise thing I mentioned, like how it's really good for you. In high school, I never had any issues with depression. I never had any... Well, you were pretty, like, fit, though. You did a lot of sports and I, stuff, I right? was doing yeah. karate all, all summer. It was literally just mountain biking every day. Uh, nice. It's like, is this the crapple bear? Ice crap. No, Crappleberry? Crapple Oh god, that's the black label, right? Yep. It's not bad. That's pretty nice for a That's not bad, my face. Vape Nash. Vape Nash. Yeah, totally. There is a bit of nicotine in it, but I don't know, it's not that crazy. Oh, I'll take a hit of that. And yeah, like to people who aren't used oh, yeah. to it, like it literally makes anyone cough. And it's like anytime I'm at a party too, like yeah. they're smoking cigarette, like, hey, can I try some vape? And they go like full <laughs> inhale and then they almost die. And, like, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I just did in this mistake. I think it's the uh, it's the glycerin and the nicotine together. like Because the, the glycerin dries out your throat. Yeah. And then the nicotine is just like harsh. Okay. Yeah. And then like this thing can go up to like 200 watts. I don't know why. That's stupid. A light bulb Spear. is 60. So why would you ever need to go that high? Like, what would you what would you be burning fat in there? Clouds, for yeah, fat, for like fat clouds, basically, yeah. yeah. Mad clouds. Just a rip of fat yeah, vape. Yeah, like all the vaping competitions and stuff like that. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's a is thing. That a, is that a thing? Oh, my God. They have, have them no in vape idea. stores. Like, it's like vape competitions. Like, blow so many rings in one breath or like blah, 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 blah. Jesus oh, dude, Christ. like, 
now like people can like they blow a jellyfish and then they just like surround it with little O's and then really? they blow smaller O's into those and then like they can just like spin. D- yeah, no, it's would take. Yeah, big fish nation. What's yeah. up? Um. <laughs> Babe Nation. Babe Nation. Oh, I love that video so much. It's God. so funny. When he goes to the shop in New York. He, and like, he winds up on, I don't think he wind up, I think he was like in front of like, like Good Morning America or something like that. Like he pulled yeah. up to the window. He yeah. starts like, like vape, like vape nation in the window. And like the, like the, the news anchors are just like, what the fuck is this guy? Doing? And then eventually like, they start taking photos yeah, of his cell phone. This, is, this was a H3, H3. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't even know the video. He didn't know that existed. So like, I had to show I got it to this him. tattoo and then, and then I posted on Instagram and someone commented, vape, vape nation. <laughs> So now I have a fucking meme it's like, tattooed on me. It's and like, it's this is... I think it's hilarious. By accident. That's amazing. It's like, this was a serious and personal tattoo. Yeah. What the hell is Vape Nation? Yeah, and then I was like, aw, I guess I'll have to add more to the tattoo. <laughs> just embrace but now, the meme. Like, like, I was just like, I went to the Naruto run Ottawa, and there's a bunch of, like, memers, and they're, like, from, like, age, like, 16 to, like, mid-20s kind of thing. Yeah. I was probably the oldest That's guy there. sweet. And, um... These guys were running around Vape Nation, like symbol to each other, like for like in the in the little like uh, grass of the the Parliament Hill. And I ran up and just showed them my tattoo, and they're like, oh. like they're like bowing and being like, oh my, oh my god, god Vape Nation. Wait, how young were these people? Like sixteen. Why are they vaping? No, they just watched the meme. They just oh okay, they weren't actually vaping. Okay, no, god, no. Oh my god, they're meme lords. That's it. That's now a thing in high school. It's like remember how we had jocks and like all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meme, meme lords, lords are a thing. Is a thing. Same with aesthetics. Aesthetic crowds, so people that do like stuff based on their aesthetic. Which I'm still, I'm, I'm right with you there. Like I don't, I don't, really I don't understand I'm what old. you're saying. I don't understand it either. I read it on the internet, and that's how people were explaining it to you, like in like twenty comments. And like by the twentieth comment, you're like, I shouldn't keep asking. Like I don't know what the fuck's happening. I'm old. Like I understand aesthetic. Man, the younger generations are. So- they're weird, man. Yeah, and like some of my friends have younger siblings too. And they I've straight up changed like, my like age range from like like on Tinder from like eighteen to like thirty five. Yours was down to eighteen. Now it's twenty four to thirty five. <laughs> mine didn't even go. Mine didn't even go down eighteen. Mine like starts at twenty seven and goes up. I don't like the babysit. That's kind of what I realized. There you go. See, I understand aesthetic. I just don't know how this applies to. A, to children in it's, school, it's like people who like dress up like vaporwave and like. Wait, this is a thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is at, this yeah. is this is what aesthetic is. It's just like what do you mean this weird like Cr- internet Crash art Bandicoot. style. Yeah, where Fuck, I miss Crash those Bandicoot. games. Oh Running shit! From that goddamn boulder, like why can't you just go left? Like, right? And then you wouldn't have to run to the whole level. <laughs> it was a. Yeah, okay, I mean, wait. I don't like. I don't get it. So okay. So. so what we're looking at right now, it's like a bunch of pictures of skies and, and green and, and flowers and busts and like yeah, and it's like the color tone is more of a cooler, it's like pinky yeah, violet pink blue teal kind of yeah like fish. That's a I don't get it, man. Stuff very it's very Japanese a lot of the yeah. times. Like it's based off of like Japanese culture. I've noticed. Yeah, and like a lot of like and, and there's also what's what's the name of that drink? Uh, Arizona, Arizona iced, tea. iced tea. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Arizona cigarettes and just like <laughs> weird aesthetic. What? So like, so you're saying that like in high schools now, 
There's like a crowd of group, like a roving pack of kids that are like the aesthetic kids. Okay. What? Man, what's like what? What are young kids gonna be in like ten years? Like, right? I'm young scared. Kids are weird. They're so strange. Okay, guys, we have uh, the Zaw has arrived. Oh, the pie. Pause. I'm gonna mark, mark. this. Did somebody say Domino's? Hell yes. What the fuck? <laughs> he held it sideways. It means he <laughs> held it like this. <laughs> what a guy! Okay, this is this is the episode picture right here. Please. Okay, yeah, I got the phone. <laughs> what the shit? Let's get you looking real surprised in the background. Oh, it it looks like a failed pizone. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Here's your pizone, but I forgot to fold it. Oh my god! Half of the jalapeno peppers are outside of the pizza. They're, what the shit? All right. Oh my god. I don't know what your sensibilities are, so I just went like safe and did you guys pepperoni and I guess Meat lovers? apparently bacon, yeah. Ooh. You guys, you, if Great, you guys are good yeah. with that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yours is a little bit more intact except all the you guys can delegate the bacon. Do, do you guys like this kind of pizza? You feel free to that as well. I just like pizza, man. Man's held the fucking pizza sideways. Yeah. That one's he was holding okay. like a manila envelope. Yeah, right? Like, what the shit? Uh, I remember in my undergrad, it was uh, me and my friend Donnie, and uh, we got a pizza from the uh, what was bacon it? rolled off this. Like, <laughs> that's what I said. You get to separate that yourselves. Oh my Add your god. Own toppings. It's an interactive experience. No, dude, they gave you the toppings on the side. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like, uh, I'd like the bacon on the side. Guys, this is like new, this you. is next gen pizza. <laughs> it's a modular design. Pizza. Exactly. Oh my god. Is this now, a shout out? Yeah, shout out to Ali Judd. Yeah. Um, Woo! Get him, girl. <laughs> this is yeah, you know him. <laughs>